Hi. <laughs> Welcome to the newest episode of the Get Messy podcast with Liv Doomer and Max Landon. Yes. Welcome back. This is our holiday edition, um, like Christmas edition, I guess. Christmas, Hanukkah, whatever you celebrate, we're here for it. We're Tis the season. Yeah, we're giving all the vibes. Like yeah. We were literally just saying before we came on, we got the husky, we have the tree, we have the fireplace. We do, and... For you guys listening at home, we actually are working on getting some video up, too, so you can see yes. us in the recording process. Yeah, we have, like, a whole setup right now. We really do. We look like professionals. Honestly, truly. Like, makeup artists, who? We can add um, videographer, right? audio engineer. James Charles, who? <laughs> we can add it all to our resume. Absolutely. And I have a latte that you just made me. This looks very fancy. Do you like it? Well, I haven't tried it yet, but it looks good. Okay. Good. <laughs> I haven't made one in a while, so she's sipping it. It's actually really good. Okay, sure. Oh my, you could work at Starbucks. I could. I'm not even kidding. This tastes really good. Well, I would have to wake up really early. I always wanted to be a barista, but that was... That's a lot. Like, when I was a teenager, I was like, I want to work at Starbucks. But then I was like... I, I feel like that was, like, five. the cool place. Because I definitely applied to work there, and they were like, no. Yeah, they said no to me, too. What the hell? Who I are they hiring know. if they said no to both of us? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Well, you're definitely qualified. Um, so we have tons of fun stuff that we're going to talk about today. Um, and we actually posted some polls, questions, all types of fun stuff on our Instagram. Um, so I'm going to plug our Instagram in the beginning and the end, just so that you guys can keep up to what we're doing. It is the Get Messy Podcast Instagram, so you can keep up with what we're doing. Um, topics, questions, polls, all that good stuff. And it's getmessy.podcast? Yes. Correct? Yeah. Okay. So follow us on Instagram, getmessy.podcast. Mm-hmm. You got it, girl. And then TikTok. We're, we're coming for TikTok, too. That is Get Messy Podcast, all one word. Mm-hmm. So follow us there, too. Mm-hmm. We'll remind you at the end. Don't worry. Yes. So one of the things we were kind of talking about um, and just sort of workshopping together were just sort of how, how does one, you know, stay messy and have fun and enjoy themselves, you know, amongst the holidays with family, friends, we took a lot of polls from you guys about different holiday things. Um, we got a little bit of feedback about some stuff that you guys might want to hear about. Um, so, yeah, I I would like to start this um, this podcast off, if you don't mind. Um, yeah, kick it off. Talking about our bitch sesh corner. So in, in efforts to get a little bit more organized with the format of this podcast, um, we do like to complain all the time. So um, I just feel like right at the top, we should just talk about something that's, you know, getting under our skin, something we don't like. Yeah. And for me, um, this week was uh, people who require you to take their shoes off when you get into their house. (laughs) I'm sorry. I don't like it. I don't understand it. My shoes are clean. And I also, you know, if you don't know me personally, like I, if I'm going out, I usually wear Doc Martens. So do you know like how awkward it is when someone tells you to take off your shoes and it's like a 30 minute ordeal while you're just sitting there in their foyer like I mean I'm right there with you and I feel like people think I'm being like weird for not taking off my shoes but like I don't I don't, I don't like feet to begin with right. and like people's feet being all out and about I don't like it. Well, my thing is, like, if you don't want to have your feet on, th- your feet on, your shoes on, that's yeah. your prerogative. But don't tell me that. What if I'm wearing mismatched <laughs> socks? That's And the just thing. didn't know. I probably would be wearing mismatched I've socks. I've been there. I don't plan my socks to coordinate with my outfit. No, no one does. Well, I guess some people do, but not I, said the fly. I don't. I plan my shoes to match with my outfit. Right. 
Yeah, and then, like, think about it. What if you have, like, a really nice pair of shoes? Do you really just want them to, like, t- take them off, put them by the front door? Like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. get it. I feel like if I don't know you, I don't want your sweaty socks all over everything. And, like, this is coming from a person, like, I would never ask someone to take their shoes off if they came to my apartment. I would prefer if they didn't. Yeah, I would actually <laughs> prefer that as well. So just like, a if, PS- I don't, if I don't know you, please keep your shoes on. Absolutely. So just a PSA to anyone who hears this and thinks about inviting me to their <laughs> no-shoes abode, just know you're going to have to ask me directly to take my shoes off, and I might make a fuss about it. I kind of want to know, did that happen? It did not. I was at a I was at a house that um, was some really lovely people, and it did give uh, shoes off vibes. Oh, like okay. you came in, and there was like a place to put your shoes, and like the people that were at the house didn't. Was I at this house? No, no, no. You oh. weren't. This is um, this is over the weekend, but um, but yeah, uh, no one told me to take my shoes off, so I just left I them on the whole damn time. No. I wouldn't. And I know that's not a popular opinion because I feel like I see people post the opposite, but like, no, that's not a vibe for me. I'm just like, I, I don't know where this concept originated. I don't know why this is a, a hill that some people want to die on, but just don't <laughs> invite me to your fucking house if you're going to tell me to take your shoes off, my shoes off. I haven't had anything that bugged me this week. I, I normally do. Mm-hmm. Um, I was telling you, mine is kind of like a customer thing, which like, we could save it, but like I'm gonna get into it because Let's I talk about their customers. Yes, I have been getting annoyed lately because some people have really been on one this week. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say it. Um, I feel like that vine where he's like, you know what? I'm gonna say it. I don't care that you broke your elbow. Do you know what I'm talking <laughs> <Yes>. about? <laughs> That's how I feel. Um, but literally, like, okay, so some of y'all are real bold. I mean, and when I say y'all, I don't mean y'all, but like the you collective know I mean. y'all, the collective y'all, because. I like and you work in the same industry where like we go to all different retailers so like I kind of work at locations but like I don't really work at locations but I'm more than happy to help people hopefully this makes sense um but so but when I'm ready to leave I have my keys my water bottle my phone my purse I'm usually carrying like huge bags of like product tools like I look frazzled. Well, right. And can I just interject for a second? To anyone who does not work in the retail environment that we work in, just so you kind of know what we're talking about, it is a whole process to leave the building. Yes. You have to have a manager come and check you out, make sure you're not taking things that aren't yours. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, you have to take, like, everything out of your bag. You have to hold your jacket up. Like, they got to pat down your clothes. Like, it's a whole ordeal, and, like, you're just trying to get home at the end of the day. Right. Yeah. So, it can – I've definitely been in situations before where it's, like, I've worked 30 minutes longer than I agreed to work, and I'm just chasing down someone. Right. Anyone. Right. To just let me out of this building. And I have had so many clients come up to me while I'm, like, very clearly not working, which, like, honestly, sometimes I'm wondering how people even know that I work there or, like, ha- like that I work with retailers. Right. And come up to me and ask me to color match them. And then, like, not even, like, in a nice way, because I could get it if someone's like, hey, like, you know, I'm having trouble finding help. Is there someone that could help color match me? They're like, hi, I need a color match. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I'm, uh, you know, (laughs) heading out. (laughs) But I'm like, I can find somebody that can help you. They're like, no, I need it right now. I'm like, okay. And then that's, like, when you have the option to do one of two things. You can either, A, just, you know, suffer in silence and help that customer, or B, you can say that, you don't really work for that establishment. You just work in that establishment. But that can sometimes get people a little bit confused and a little bit pissed off. So yeah, 
typically in my experience i usually just try to make the customer happy but sometimes there is no pleasing y'all yeah (laughs) but yeah that's been my slight annoyance this week usually like the week leading up to christmas it does the crazies do come out and it's a full moon but i noticed that on my way over here and it's not even just a full moon it's a blood moon someone's talking about that on saturday yeah so like the super crazies are out yep they're out here yeah, I feel like I had another crazy client interaction. I but we're gonna get into it anyway because yeah. I it'll yeah, hit me. We've got some stories for you guys this yeah. episode for sure. Um, stay stay strapped in. But next week I'll definitely have more to bitch about because I normally have tons. Like I feel like I call you and I'm always bitching about something, but this week not too much. No, I I honestly just feel like I've been too busy this week to really like. I don't know. I've just I haven't really been sweating the small stuff just because I've been busy and it's that time of the year and i feel that all of that good stuff but um do you want to kick off with the uh the ig polls we did yes so okay we did tons of uh instagram polls so the first couple that we did i really wanted to just kind of know about people's like holiday traditions and um i don't know like weird holiday things that they do yep. which do you have any or no is that literally just me am i, I mean, the only I one with weird holiday has things i do a weird holiday tradition i'm trying to think what our Land and family tradition would be. Um, I mean, because I had someone reply and say that theirs was like watching the Christmas story, but I'm like, well, that's ours. Like, we always will like put on the Christmas story when we were like, to me, that's a, that's our... like a norm, a normie yeah, thing to do. Yeah, no, I think that's like pretty normal. Like, put on a Christmas adjacent. I movie, told you mine. Like, do your thing. Which mm-hmm. is like, I'm pretty sure my uncle was like fucking with me when he told me to do it when I was like younger, because I was like, I would always build Santa's plate while like we were at Christmas Eve because oh, right. we have like a Christmas Eve party, so like. I, when I was younger, I would always be building, like, the plate while everybody's still there because my mom would tell me to go to bed before, like, everybody left. And, like, he told me, oh, like, put out a slice of cheese for Sienna. And I was like, okay. And he was like, yeah, like, he likes cheese. So, like, every year from then on, I just put out a slice of cheese for Sienna thinking that he ate cheese. Turns out no one does that. No, it's cookies, babe. Okay, well, <laughs> so that's what I, when I put that, I thought someone would put something else weird, but turns out just me, party of one. No, I mean... I'm trying to think. We've definitely done several weird Christmas traditions before, but we don't really have a pattern of any of them except for watching a Christmas story. Yeah. Which I don't think is that odd. Um, but one of the polls we had was, um, this is kind of like a Mandela effect type thing. Um, so you, the listeners, and you, Miss Liv, mm-hmm. did the abominable, abominable snowman in... What, Rudolph, right? No. She doesn't even know. God damn it. She doesn't even know. Yes, it's in Rudolph. Oh, I said Rudolph, right? Okay. Yeah. So did the Abominable Snowman have a toothache in Rudolph? So I thought, yes. I, I clearly don't remember. <laughs> yeah. Well, wait, wait, wait. Before we even get into this, should we say what Mandela effects are? Yeah. So for those of you guys who don't know, there's this thing called the Mandela effect. It was named after Nelson Mandela because, and correct me if I'm wrong, because it's been a little while since I've brushed up on this, but um, a lot of people have this collective memory of Nelson Mandela dying in yeah. the what, like, what is it, 80s or 90s or? It was before somewhere that? around then. Yeah. Yeah. But everybody day, like remembers like, him clearly dying, and yeah. he did not. <laughs> no, he's still alive and kicking. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that and like it's like the the Berenstein Bears thing. Yeah. Apparently they were the Berenstein Bears, but I don't remember those. Yeah, so it's kind of just like anything that everybody like remembers happening or being a thing and then it turns out it wasn't and we're all just like kind of crazy. Yeah. Or time travel or something. Or time travel. 
Depends how how deep dive you want to get into um, conspiracy theories. Well, we, I mean, I can't speak for you. I don't know a lot about quantum physics either, but uh, I don't know. Seems like there's too many coincidences. I feel like time travel has to be possible because, like, okay, so if it was, it would already be a thing. Like, if anybody understands what I'm saying, like, because if it's already in the future, then it would already be. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, they would already be in the past, right? I'm less interested in time travel and more interested in teleportation. I'm done dealing with traffic. It's 2021. I'm interested in people freezing themselves. Not to get off on a tangent, but like... Oh, I um, love that. Because Walt Disney is apparently frozen underneath Disney, which is why they came out with the movie Frozen, because everybody was Googling Walt Disney Frozen, and they didn't want people to see the Frozen thing anymore, so they what? came out with Frozen, so that now when you type in Frozen Disney, it comes up with the movie. You heard it here first. And apparently it's no like idea. almost the year that they thaw him out. I just wonder, is he like, because I've heard that rumor before that he's frozen, but do we have the technology to revive a person from being frozen? It seems like we wouldn't, but I, I don't know. I think they can. I thought they did it with like, um, like a mammoth or something. Yeah, but like a mammoth and a person are different. <laughs> like, I feel I mean, like he would like come out of like his little like ice coma, just like I feel his like his whole like brain would just be super smooth and like he wouldn't know how to speak anymore. That's the thing. I feel like now we could probably freeze somebody to thaw them out later, but like who knows how they froze him before? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like yeah. did they did they like literally throw him in a freezer? And ha- is this confirmed? Do we know that he's been frozen, or is this I'm, just a rumor? <laughs> I'm pretty sure he, he is. Okay, because we'll he go said with that. there was like a certain year that he wanted to be thawed out, and I think it's like almost the year, because well, he never got to see Disney be built. So he was like, "I want you to like thaw me out when it's like." I mean, I don't think he worded it like that, but like he wanted to see everything be built. Well, well, if you're listening. <laughs> Maybe wait a couple more years. It ain't great out here yeah. right now. <laughs> yeah, this ain't it. Yeah, this is not it. Yeah, what if someone really chose now to <laughs> to bring you back? I would be like, what the fuck? I'd be so fucking pissed. Yeah. And then, oh my God, what if they brought you back and then COVID got you? I would be triple fucking pissed. <laughs> fuck COVID. It'd be like, what the fuck? Everyone's fucking getting COVID now, not to go off on a tangent, but this goddamn Omarion variant is stressing me the fuck out. Ugh, yeah. Okay. Okay. We're getting back on I'm back on track. We're getting um, back on track. But yes. Okay. So, so the whole thing was that I posted a bunch of Christmas Mandela effects because there were actually a ton. So yes. Uh, oh my God. I always say it wrong. Abominable. I'm not abominable. 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 Um, Snowman, he did not have a toothache in um, Rudolph. Really? Yes, but okay. I think everyone lot, thought he did. Like yes. it was overwhelmingly yes. And, well, I think on it was like seventy percent of people in the poll thought he did. And then um, we also have—is it how the cr- the Grinch stole Christmas? <laughs> Sorry, I can't speak tonight. <laughs> the Grinch who stole Christmas, or is it how the Grinch stole Christmas? So, okay. What I, do you think? I feel like I'm slightly cheating because I know them. When you first saw it, what did you think? Okay, so I haven't Googled any of this stuff in advance. So I think it was The Grinch Who Stole Christmas. And the majority of voters... Well, that's what I thought, too. Wait, no. The majority of voters said How the Grinch Stole Christmas. And when I first saw it, I thought The Grinch Who Stole Christmas. Because I feel like when I used to read the Dr. Seuss book, I swear I thought it said that on the front. But no, it's How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Weird. Right? Does Frosty the Snowman have a scarf? I feel like absolutely yes, he does. This one had me fucked up. He does not. What? He does not. There was one book where he had a scarf on the cover, but he did not have it throughout the whole movie. That's crazy. I always associate him with a scarf. Um, yeah, no, he was just... 
run around naked. <laughs> so we got a few other recommendations from you guys. Um, I had one person, or actually I think two people, ask about skincare recommendations. I'm not really going to get into all that, to be completely honest. I'll tell you about one of my favorite skincare products right now. It is a brand I've never worked for before, and they are not endorsing me. But if they would like to, they can oh, certainly just send free out things. And that would be the Caudalie Vina Perfect Serum. It's about $80, but god damn if it don't feel good on your skin. What about you? Do you have any faves? For skin? Um, honestly, I do a lot of Dr. Dennis Gross. Okay, yeah, I've heard really good things about. I haven't used much of his products. That's but my I've jam. I've heard good things. It's. I'm not gonna lie. It's really expensive. Yeah. But well, like, it is one of those things where like, even if like someone comes in and they're younger and they're on a budget, I'm like, get like the travel size and try it out. Um, especially like the peel pads. The peel pads are really good. See, peel pads sketch me out because I used to use them from a brand that we we won't name, but um, I got a thing of peel pads and I thought they were the best thing ever because I really love exfoliating. Um. But the instructions said this was safe to do twice a day if you had oily skin. And I had oily, or at least I thought my skin was oily at the time. And I was doing them, and then my skin started getting really, really patchy. And these were, like, not cheap. They were, like, $60 for a little thing of them. And I went to an esthetician, and she, like, looked at my skin under a light and was like, I don't know what you've been doing, but you've been burning your skin. Like, you've been burning your healthy skin, too. So... I don't do peel pads anymore for that explicit reason. These ones aren't like they're strong and they have all different levels. Are they like weekly? Uh, they're daily. Yeah, see, no, I'm not doing daily. I can't. Get I, they're good. Out. Every time I do them, I feel like my skin looks good. No, I'm sure it does. Hang on, he's having a moment. What we have the dogs him? again. Yes, we have the husky for the um, for the holiday episode. He feels oh, like you can kind of see him. Come here. Come here. Come here, ghost. Every time I try to Hi. get him to, like, sit in a picture or sit in a video, he refuses. Oh, okay. All right. Come here. <laughs> and then Get there's home. my lazy dog just laying on the couch <laughs> completely unbothered. Um, but, yeah, Dr. Dennis Gross is my jam for skincare. Yeah, I really like – I would just say, like, if we're talking about, like, brands in general, some nice brands that are a little bit expensive that I typically like are, like, I like Paracone. Um, I mean, I don't know. I like a little bit of everything. It just depends on the product. But um, I just feel weird going, like, too into it just because I've, like, worked for a lot of these companies before. So, like, I don't want to get sued or anything. Um, True. But, yeah, that, I mean, my my recommendation, I guess, without, like, naming an exact brand is just figure out your skin type. Um, get products that, you know – compliment that and you know whatever makes you feel good and works keep on using it um different strokes for different folks i like vitamin c and retinol and spf i think that's i will say trinity. with skincare though my little side note is stop listening to them tiktokers them tiktakers them damn tiktakers aren't we on tiktok now okay we are but like listen i feel like everyone posts something crazy and then everybody does it they really do i remember when people were getting chemical burns from that um i should even say it i I'm going to say it. Fuck it. The ordinary, the peeling solution. Yeah, People that People don't sucks. use it correctly and burn their skin. So, you know, I, I like the ordinary. I like some of their stuff, but it's definitely an issue. So just be mindful of what you see on TikTok and what you see from people who aren't either industry professionals. And honestly, like, if you really want just an unbiased opinion, go to an esthetician or a dermatologist. Yeah. They're not doctors. Yeah. I just know what my skin likes. So, in that kind of same realm of stuff, a lot of you guys were requesting um, 
some crazy client interaction stories, which I've got a lot of. We've got tons. Um, do you want to start or do you want me to start? You can kick and it off. And I kind of want to like save my best for last. So, um, this story is like not super hilarious, but it definitely cracked me up at the time. It was uh, when I was working for this brand and I was working at a very posh retailer for them. Um, there were, um, it was just, it was a very nice, a very nice retailer. Um, so there was a lot of La Mer, a lot of SkinCeuticals, a lot of very expensive skincare products. People didn't really shop there if they weren't ready to spend a lot of money, to be completely honest. But um, I was in there one time and there was this old woman. She had the largest diamond ring I have ever seen <laughs> in my life on her finger. Like, that thing was a rock, and it didn't look good. Like, it was not a pretty diamond, but it was a very large diamond. We like, love that. I was just staring at it the whole time. And then she was, like, checking out, and I was like, well, fuck it. I'll just make some conversation. I was just like, oh, like, I love your ring. And she was like... <laughs> She then proceeds to tell me that it's a fa family heirloom and then just decides to like completely stunt on me and just basically be like, well, I mean, even someone like you could have something like this if you oh. go to like this address in New York City. And I'm like, bitch, I don't know New York like that. She, she was the like, address. they will give you the best knockoff jewelry ever. And I was like, hun, I don't wear knockoff jewelry. So like, it was all just fake? No, hers was real. Oh. Hers was like, she went into this whole thing about how oh, it was a but family heirloom, but she was you. like, you could never afford oh. this, so if you want something that looks like it, Ew. which, hashtag, I wouldn't. It was fucking ugly. There's fucking a place. Body. Yeah. What about you? Well, you know I got some good ones. Mine are all um, guy-related, though. I feel like my best is, hang on, sorry, the dog's like, <laughs> I called him over here, and now he's all tangled up in all the cords. He, bless his heart, he sure is. <laughs> and now he's like, hey, fighting me he's so bad uh, so cute <laughs> okay no my probably my best client interaction story is i was working in one of my stores and i think we've mentioned that like we drive around to all different stores so i go all over like um the dc maryland virginia area so on this particular day mind you this was years ago i was driving like i was far from where i was living at the time um so I'm trying to think about how I want to go about this story in case anybody is listening that's part of this story. So um, anyway, at the time I was going out a lot. I was party girl because she was yeah. in college. Um, but my college was like far away from where I was working is what I'm trying to say. Um, anyway, so she was at work. She was just living life, you know, like doing her whole thing, selling stuff, stocking shelves, whatever. And the girls come over and they grab me and they're like, live. We found your husband. He came in here because I guess it was some guy who worked in the area and was, like, dropping off, like, flyers. And they were, like, we have, like, kept him up front and said that there's a perfect girl for him here. Like, so he's up front and you have to come and meet him. I was, like, okay, sounds good to me. So <laughs> I walk up front um, and it's a guy that I hooked up with. Oh. <laughs> How was it, though? Um, Clearly, like, not great if you didn't. Well, listen, so, okay, <laughs> it, not like it was bad because I've had bad interactions before, but, like, it was like we kind of, like, mutually ghosted each other. Yeah, I get that. Like, it was just one of those kind of, like, mutual, like, this is a one-time like, hookup type of thing. Because here how, here's I how I would explain it. Like, the girls were right. We look like uh, Ken and Barbie together. 
Like, it would be, we would have beautiful children. Personality-wise, we're very different. Um, I feel like I'm a goth Barbie, and he's like, okay. <laughs> but like, honestly, though, I feel like once you meet me, like, I'm, I'm not very Barbie on the inside. I don't know, actually. Well, how would you explain me? Or describe me? Um, I wouldn't call you, like, a goth Barbie. I mean, Barbie? you definitely, well, I mean, not in your appearance. No, but, like, You're definitely I mean, Barbie, Barbie. Okay, but, like, my, my personality, though. I feel yeah, like it's no, not... your personality is, like, yeah. She um, has depth, is what we're saying. She's pretty, and she has depth. And she's single. Yeah, but, anyway, this guy was, like, he was very preppy, is what I'm trying to say. Like, anyway, we were not a good match. Um, so we mutually ghosted each other, basically. Um, but, yeah, and then we made eye contact, and then I ran away. So that's what happened. Oh, you didn't say anything to him? Oh, I didn't. I certainly did not. Just pretend like I didn't know him. Oh, that's awkward. <laughs> um, okay. Do you have any other good ones? Okay, and so back to our client stories. Um, I have two more I'd like to share. I think Liv has one more. Um, yes. So I'll share the slightly less interesting one, then Liv can share hers, and I'll, I'll end with my best one, in my opinion. Um, so uh, one time, I was in a store, and this woman noticed that I have a um, I have a hand tremor a little bit. So like my hands always shake, like not aggressively, but definitely like if I haven't eaten much, it gets worse. And you know if I drink a lot of coffee, you know it's a little bit worse, but it's no big deal. It's something called a familial tremor. People have them. Nothing like bad about health or like, you know, anything like that. It's just something that I've always had and just, you know, some people like to comment on it sometimes. Um, and I had this one lady one time. I'm, I'm not a religious person at all. And um, she asked me if she could pray over me to make my hands stop shaking. Oh, okay. So I said yes. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Y'all sat there and had a little prayer. Mm-hmm. She prayed. Okay. Yep. Right in the middle of the store. Um, Amen. Didn't work. Still shaking. Oh, but, no. Um, bless her fucking heart. Oh, no. Well, <laughs> I gave it a good old try. She gave Tried it her all. once, right? <laughs> she gave it her all. She sure did. Um, my other story still involves a guy. Um, <laughs> they all seem to. I definitely have other client stories. I just don't know why these ones always seem to stand out to me. So this one um, is not a guy I hooked up with. Well, nah. anyway, um, so <laughs> <laughs> this one, this one's kind of recent. So um, I was going out having a good old time in D.C. Because I'm a little, I keep saying newer to the area, but I'm not. But everything always gets shut down. So when it finally opens up, I'm like, all right, it's I'm, new again. I'm yeah. hitting the town. So that's what I did. I went out and I hit the town. Um He's looking the carpet where the we had we had a little spill of the coffee. Yeah, I hope it doesn't turn him the fuck up. He's already he's already crazy. Yeah. The the dog had three vaccines today and he's still like acting wild. Hey, stop! Stop eating the coffee! Stop! Stop it! Okay, he doesn't care. Anyways, Ghost thinks I should be a um, barista too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's in. Um, okay, so I was hitting the town in DC. Um, definitely had a couple cocktails, um, so was a little tipsy. And I see this guy who's very my type. Okay, we're talking like, you could probably describe it at this point. Dead. Yep. <laughs> Dark yep. under eyes, yep. lots of tattoos. Yeah, hell yeah. Skinny, yep. malnourished. Mm-hmm. Long hair, too, on top of all that. Had yep. a Suboxone prescription in his left pocket. 100% did. So he's, I make eye contact with him up at the bar, and I'm like, ooh, 
that looks like my type because the normal DC type, if anybody's been to DC, is like very preppy, very like button up shirt. A lot of people like, in like politics ugh. or like not even like, like politics like adjacent. Hates like it. people who get like coffee for politicians and yeah. say that they're. Yeah, I like when I ask people what they do, they're like, I'm in the government. I'm like, okay, what's that mean? I can't tell you. Security clearance. Literally. Anyway, um, but so, okay, anyway, this is like the one in the million who's like my type out in D.C., Okay, long story short, I'm, I see him and I'm like, oh my god, he's hot. And like, I don't know how to hit on people except for saying that they're hot. So he's walking past me. I grab him and I'm like, oh, you're really hot. And that. yeah, and he was like, oh, and he like loved it, told me I was hot too. And I was like, love that. That's basically how my interactions go with people. Um, and we're just like chit-chatting and then he's like, oh, but I'm here with my girlfriend. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> and I was like, what the hell? Anyway, he, he loved me. He wanted me. I could tell. The girlfriend was not very happy, though, but I could tell he was, like, trying to be, you know, respectable and was Did just, like... Did you number? I was trying, okay? <laughs> because, listen, I'm not like that, though. Like, I, res- I respect relationships, but I'm also the kind of person where I'm, like, what if you meet somebody and, like, you never met before, and then, like, what if you really do have, like, a spark that they never had? That's fair. You know? Like, I'm respectful, but, like... But also... Well, I mean, also, he was clearly hitting on you. Well, that's the thing. He seemed really into it, too, but he was also trying to be, like, like he's like, I'm here with my girlfriend, but he was like, but I am really into you. And I was like, oh. (laughs) I'm here with my girlfriend, but I would love to make you my mistress. Okay. And I wasn't mad about it. But, like, also, I was like, okay. I was like, whatever. Bye. Um, Anyway, girlfriend really didn't like me. I I don't blame her. Um, So, whatever. Night goes on. I'm at work the next day hungover <laughs> it's fine you know, um so i'm helping people like normal these people come in i'm like uh i see they're over in you know the section that i work in and i'm like hi like what can i help you guys find and i see they're a couple and they turn around and the guy looks at me and he's like no we're fine and it's them uh, no <laughs> <laughs> and it like dawned on me and i was like was it the same location uh yeah yeah because it was like i was working in dc that day and it was in dc and it like because my brain like wasn't even thinking because like when i see people out and about i think i'm never gonna see them in real life well right and especially when you're at work and you see people like i don't remember faces that's the thing like and especially if you're like out and you're a little tipsy like yeah i couldn't tell you but then it like clicked in my head and i was like "Ah." (laughs) i was like okay great thanks (laughs) okay thanks bye (laughs) yeah I swear the shit that happens to me only happens to me, so. So do you want to hear, I think it's my craziest customer story. I, I, this one is a good one. So, back in the day when I used to live in Richmond, there was a client who um, had frequented another retailer before it had closed down. And just to give you, like, some backstory, this lady was not well. So she would have... She, she had to be, you know, in her 70s, 80s, something like that. Um, and she wasn't all the way there. So, you know, take everything I'm about to say with a grain of salt. Um, and I had seen her before. And, like, I had gotten into interactions with her, like, and I never wanted to help her because she was very vocally, like, homophobic and racist. Oh. Like, she would, like, say stuff. Like, like one time, like, the first time I met her, I was, like, I didn't know anything about her. So I was, like, oh, like, can I help you? And she was just, like... It, just the whole situation. Anyways, we'll call her Miss Betty. Um, and Miss Betty used to go through two full-sized um, 
Sgt. Pepper in college. Uh, it doesn't matter. Whatever. She would go through two full-size liners, eyeliners, every single week. And Not a she week. looked fucking crazy. Like, she had so much makeup on all the time. It just... I feel like this is going to be me in the future. I, I heard this story. I don't know if it's true, but like I said, a lot of people have interacted with this individual where apparently one time she was at a department store and she, uh, poor thing, uh, like, got like knocked in the face or something with like the door and like you could see her like makeup like her <laughs> like her, her silhouette face. yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> with the makeup so oh, anyways no. miss betty ain't right um <laughs> and she's kind of hateful and uh not all the way there so one time she comes in and there was no one else to pass her off to so i was just like okay well i guess i'm dealing with miss betty today i hope she doesn't say anything bad yeah she might catch these hands. <laughs> no. And so we start talking. I'm like maybe doing her makeup. I don't know. It was years ago. But what I do remember is that throughout the course of the conversation, she revealed to me why she buys makeup in bulk so often. Mm-hmm. And her story, and again, we're taking everything with a grain of salt because she wasn't all the way there, um, was that the reason why she bought makeup constantly was because she saved it in her in a ziploc bag and kept it in her car because if she brought it into her house where her daughter and daughter's husband like her son-in-law lived then her daughter's husband allegedly was going to go steal her makeup and give it to the daughter like it it was just really confusing it didn't really make any sense and i was like this lady's kind of batshit okay but then she started talking about how she was going to kill him Mm. and i was like all right, like this is a crazy lady just talking about crazy things. Right. And then she reveals to me that she killed her ex-husband. Oh. In so many words. And I was just like, okay. And I'm just sitting there like, you know, helping her and doing whatever. And I don't know what to do at this point. I'm like, do I call social services? Is there elder abuse going on? Is Do I call 911? Is this a murderer? Right. Or is she being crazy? Or, you know, I just chalked it up to being crazy. I hope Miss Betty does not have a, you know, warrant out for her arrest. Wait, did we Google body. it? Because you, no. kn- you know Miss I mean, Betty's I- real name. No, I don't. Oh, oh, you don't? No, I've always just called her Miss Betty. I don't even know if the, like, that's not a pseudonym. I called her Miss Betty. I don't think her name was actually Betty, but everyone called her Miss Betty. We should find a way to Google this and uh, verify. Yeah, next next episode, I'll we'll do verify. some digging. Yeah, I'll do some digging, and I don't know. Hopefully, she's still alive and hasn't murdered she's anyone. Still cooking? Yeah. Oh, Miss Betty. So, um, oh, there were a few things we forgot to touch on, um, or I forgot to touch on in terms of, uh, like some of the polls we did. So one of the questions was small gatherings versus a big holiday party. How do you feel? Um, I like small gatherings personally. I hate, okay. And I say this because like, I have been to so many parties where like, it's just like crowded and like, I don't know where to go and like, I'm stressed and like. I hate going to parties when it's, like, all strangers, too. I don't know if you feel like that. Unless I'm, like, I can go to a club, but, like, a holiday party, no. I mean, as long as I know, like, one or two people there, I'm usually good with, like... I hate it. I'm, like, so... But then again, I'm, like, socially awkward. I mean, I feel like I am, too, though. No. You're good at making friends. I guess. I don't know. I don't know how, but... um, Because I'm a hot-ass fucking mess. But, yeah, I would say... um, it's very situational for me. Like, I would prefer small gatherings if, like, family's involved. Just yeah. because things just get really hectic when you have 
a lot of people that you're related to all in the same room. People might have different ideas about politics or literally like whatever and it just isn't cool all the time. So I prefer like small things with my family. But I would say for like big parties, like if we're talking about like holiday parties, like so Christmas, I think for me, more small gathering. Now, New Year's, though, I want to go out. Like, I want to go to a party. I want to be seen. See, that's the thing. I like going out to, like, bars, and I like going out to, like, clubs. Mm -hmm. But I feel like that's a different vibe than, like, like a... I, yeah, I guess I'm saying like a family party or like even like a like a work party. I don't like yeah, work parties can be weird sometimes. That's the like thing. You can't really drink too much. Yeah, it's a different vibe. It's I like different. if I can go out and dance, I, I'm fine. I just want to dance. I just want to dance. I just want to dance. <laughs> I think because I'm like well, like I said, like, like I'm like oh, ghost. If you could not move the camera, that'd be great. Um, <laughs> I think because I'm like kind of socially like weird that I just like to like vibe and do my own thing. But like if I'm somewhere where I can't really vibe and do my own thing, I feel weird. I feel like you're the only person who thinks that you're socially weird. Mm. I feel like you're just a little. All my friends are like fully. I feel. I always feel like I'm like offending someone when I say this. But like honestly, I need to go to like a doctor and get get this checked. Like all my friends think I'm like on the spectrum. (laughs) I mean, look, and you're not even disagreeing right now. No, I mean, I I don't think. I mean, I'm not a psychiatrist. I can't diagnose you. I don't think you're on the spectrum. I think you're just a little kooky. You don't think I'm like high functioning? No, I don't think so. I don't think you would be able to do the job that you have if you... But it's not what high-functioning is, is that you can, like, do your jobs, but, like, you're still kind of, like, just, like... Well, yes, and I mean... And, again, I'm not trying to offend anyone, because this is just my knowledge well, of and that's the situation. The thing. I'm not, I don't like... really know that much about it, but, like... Yeah. I think, in general, the... One of the big um, challenges that you face as someone if you are living on the autism spectrum is having genuine interconnectivity with someone else and i just feel like if you were on the spectrum it would be really hard for you to just like talk to strangers you know throughout the day and like recommend things for them to buy and you know stuff like i don't know like i just True. I think it would be harder but maybe i'm wrong like i, I i'm sure there's and that's the thing i feel like i'm not all. educated enough on it but like yeah, I was a psych major for like two years and then i couldn't pass statistics so but I, then uh, switched oh that shit. my gosh dog you're causing chaos. Um, yeah, I'm not educated enough on it, but then every time I Google, like, anything about it, it's very relatable to me. <laughs> so, I don't know. I mean, I just feel like... But also, am I going to do like anything ADD, about it? Like, yeah. I have ADD, but I feel like everyone fucking has ADD. That's the thing. It's like, just am I going to do anything about it? I'm not going to do anything about like... it, so... Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Um... Okay, so let's see here. Do we have any, like, wild holiday stories? I was telling you, I don't think I do. I don't really either. I mean, mine are, I've had some weird holidays, but they're all kind of depressing. I don't think anyone wants to hear about those. I'm Um, trying, I'm really trying to think. I don't, I don't think I do. Even, like, no. I've had some disastrous holidays, but, like, they're all, like, just, like, capital D disastrous and, like, not really funny, so. (laughs) Mine are pretty, like, as far as, like, the actual holidays, like, I don't really do anything all that crazy. I just hang out with my family. If I have a boyfriend at the time, like, he'll come along, but, like. My family is just, like, I love them to death, but something about the holidays just ignites the crazy in all of us, and, like, it's just, like. Really? Just, yeah, like, I wasn't going to talk about it, but I'll, I'll, I'll give you one oh. example of a story. She's getting into it. Uh, she's going to touch on it a bit. Um, 
So there was one holiday where um, it, was, it was Christmas. Um, this was back when I it was before I had an apartment. I was in college. I think it was like my freshman year and I was back home and my parents have two dogs um, and uh, the way their house is set up it's like there's a like living room slash sunroom like area where like the TV is like where everyone kind of hangs out in and then there's like it's called the sunroom because it has windows and like you can open the door straight to the backyard yeah so I'm sitting there and my parents dogs are howling at the door okay and I look outside and I see that there's a cat in the um in the yard so I holler up to my dad I'm like hey these dogs are barking but like I don't want to let them out I don't want them to like I don't want to sick them on the cat or anything like that. Right. So my dad replies and he says, oh, yeah, that's just like a neighborhood stray. Like, as soon as you open the door, that cat is going to be gone. And I was like, okay, if that's what you say. Oh. So I opened the door, let the dogs out, went back to doing whatever I was doing. My dad comes downstairs. He goes outside. He realizes that the cat that he thought was a stray cat was not the stray cat he was thinking of, and it was actually the neighbor's 17-year-old cat, and Ooh. the two dogs killed the cat. And then, to make matters worse... <laughs> I just so laugh at my, so <laughs> No. So my mom comes downstairs, and um, I have this thing where, like, sometimes when I'm uncomfortable, like, my default is just to smile or laugh or whatever. Literally me. So I was, like, sitting there, and I, was, I remember clear as day, I was texting some of my friends, and I was like, this crazy thing just happened. Like, I don't know what to do about it. And I guess I had a smile on my face, and my mom was just like, what are you doing? Like, basically accused me of being, like, a sociopath. Like, ruined Christmas. That's just, like, one of the few <laughs> bad stories from my holiday seasons. Yeah, no, I haven't had anything like that happen. Yeah, I've um, had some, yeah. It's no, good. I just hang out with um, my sisters, which, like, honestly, that's a lot to have all of us in the same room because we're all kind of, like, the same exact person. So I really want to meet them. God bless my dad for being around all of us all the yeah, time. Yeah, because it's all girls in your family, right? No boys. Yeah, all girls. Well, and then my sister had um, well, right, but two I mean, boys. Like, but with your siblings. Yeah. Yeah, I hate these girls. So, do you have any, like, sexy single holiday stories you want to give the gals? Sexy single holiday stories. I know, I'm in, like, a relationship, so I, I, I'm a little bit uh, You know, I don't talk touch. to anybody. No? Okay. Well, I'm trying to think if I have anything. It was just something I jotted down. Well. You ever, like. <laughs> I honestly, but around the Christmas I tree. wish my life was more interesting than it was. No, um, I mean I'll go on a full rant right now because I'm fully fed up with men. Let's talk about it. Like straight men have fully turned me all the way off. Okay. Yeah, because like I'm just tired of them. What are you tired about? They can't communicate mm -hmm. at all. And I was thinking about it the other day. I haven't been asked on a date in three years. Really? Yeah. Like, not a single man. Like, they're all so freaking weird. Like, I have guys message me and saying I look like somebody else. I have guys message me saying I sound like a newscaster. I have guys message me saying we can have a D1 athlete. I have people message me asking to be the father of my dog. But, like, not a single person seems to want to message me and ask me on a damn date. So, fellas, if you're out there and, you know, you're single and hot, might have a little bit of money too could never hurt yeah um Liv wants a date she does not just want ask me. yeah just ask her on a date she'll probably say yes <laughs> at this point <laughs> i'm getting real desperate i mean there was like i almost uh, asked out dyson daddy the other day dyson daddy it wasn't dyson daddy there with a 
Oh, no, I think that was his daughter. Not... It was his daughter, mm-hmm. I think. Mm, He's I... probably married. He's probably married. Well, yeah, that's probably who he was buying, buying the Dyson for. Probably. Who knows? But he can afford a Dyson. I used to see people all the time coming in and getting that creme de la mer. They would get one for their wife and one for their mistress. And the one they got for their wife would be all nice and wrapped up, and the other one would come in a bag. Well, but they're both getting the same they thing. They sure the fuck are. <laughs> and you know what else I heard that people do? Um, and it's, like, so shady. Um I would never think this, but um, apparently a common trend among uh, people, especially in, like, the department store community of, like, men who are, like, you know, doing that, like, cheating on their wives and stuff, they'll buy their wives and their mistresses the same perfume so they don't get caught. (gasps) That is real shady. That's another thing, too. I'm just fully fed up. Like, I feel like, uh, look, full rant right now, but, like, I feel like we live in such a culture where, like, cheating is normalized and like that's just not me like i'm a very loyal person i'm just not about that yeah no and i to me like i don't really see the point in it because it's like relationships are really hard work so like if you're not really gonna like i don't know like if your intentions aren't to like be with someone and like to be you know like sleeping around and stuff it's like why don't you just sleep around and just be transparent about it no one's gonna really give a shit and if they do who you clearly don't give a shit so like I don't know. I just feel like, yeah, it's it's a lot. And especially with, like, social media and stuff like that, there's, like, so much different stuff with, like, emotional cheating and, like, how that kind of fits into all of it. Yeah, and I just feel like everybody thinks that there's, like, another option all the time. Yeah, and I mean, like, also, like, just, just to put it out there, totally accepting of, like, all different people who want to embrace their sexuality in different ways, whether it's, you know, polyamorous, monogamous, whatever. Oh, totally. But, but then you should that's find a different thing, you know, if someone like, don't advertise that you're something right, else. Right. Yeah. If you want that, then be honest about that. Yeah. But don't Like I guess I get fed up when guys come to me. Like I literally have guys come to me and act like they want something exclusive with me. And then I'll be like, Okay, we'll try this and then I end up just wasting my time. Yeah. Because, like, then they act like I'm the crazy one because I'm like, well, I feel like you're not putting in any effort, and then I see you, like, out here talking to other girls, so are we exclusive? And then they act like I'm crazy, and I'm like, am I crazy? Or are you crazy? I think they're crazy. (laughs) Yeah, like, I don't know. Excuse me while I fill up my glass of wine. I don't know. It's just a whole lot of work for a whole lot of nothing because, realty, a lot of them don't have money. They don't have any personality. Um, They're not funny. And honestly, a lot of them can't throw it down. So I'm like, what am I getting out of this? You better be able to lay that pipe if you ain't got anything else going for you. And they can't. And damn it. <laughs> damn it. So, <laughs> so that's that on that. That's my sexy single um, Christmas stories. I'm super single. Yeah, I think yeah. the sexiest single thing I did, um, I think I maybe had a threesome over the holidays one time, but neither here nor there. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, another thing I just kind of... Oh, wait. I wanted to address this because this was something that one of your um, your Instagram followers commented about. Um, so, one of their craziest uh, client stories was oh, yes, um, they rolled this. a spliff. Um, they were instructed on how to roll a spliff by Pop Smoke, the rapper, <laughs> while engineering. So, um, um, professionally. I did. This would never happen to me because... He's not lying, though, either, because no, I feel I like when you it. read that, you think he's, like, lying. But... No, I totally believe it. Yeah. It just wouldn't happen to me, because, like, ever since I was, like, I mean, I was a pothead from a very young age. I'll, I'll go on record and admit that. Got a medical card. Now it's all legal, so 
who gonna check me, boo? But, um, yeah, like, when I turned 18, I'd obviously already been smoking weed, but I was, like, I was old enough to buy, like, tobacco products and stuff like that, so I bought all these, like, blunt wraps, all of these, like, cigars, all of these, like, rolling papers, because in my head I had this scenario, like, what if you're ever hanging out with a famous person and they tell you to roll up? I want to be able to do it. So you're blocked so, away. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I've been doing this shit. <laughs> um, but I wonder what that process was like for them. Um, cause, I mean, like, that sounds like a good time. It sounds stressful to me. If you don't already know how to roll a spliff, which I'm assuming <laughs> is just weed with a little bit of tobacco in it. That's my, that's, that's always what I've known a spliff to be. Um, while you're engineering. I'd be stressed about all of it. Yeah. Yeah. That's Especially because I, I don't smoke anymore. I feel like I'd have a little paranoia um, like episode. That's why I don't smoke anymore. I used to smoke so much. It's so weird because I used to smoke all the time when I was younger and I was totally fine. And now I get paranoid. I don't know if it's because of what. Like I don't know if it's because I take blood pressure medicine now or because like I get anxiety now because I'm old. I don't or... know. I've heard that from a lot of other people too. I mean, it's <laughs> I can't relate, but um, I know a lot of people feel that same way. Yeah, because, like, I never used to get paranoid, and now I do, and I'm just like, ooh, that's not fun. Well, I think partially, too, like, ever since I've had my medical card, I've had a lot more, um, like, you can be a little bit more picky about, like, what strain you're buying, and, like, what has the highest concentration of what, and stuff like that, so it's, like, a little bit easier, Yeah, I, I think, like I've tried but... a lot, though, from, like, living in D.C. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. It ain't for everyone. It's yeah. for me. But I mean, it's you not saw me being a d- <laughs> an old busy bitch an last old time I tried bitch to smoke. Cool. Yeah. Um. Okay. So, like, do you have any? And I know we've like kind of like talked on this one on one. Um. But so, like, I've kind of talked a little bit about how like family can be stressful mm-hmm. when we're trying to be our extra messy selves um, during the holiday weekend. Do you have any advice for the listeners in terms of um, navigating your family in terms of, like, really any controversial subject that might come up, whether it be politics, food allergies, like, literally anything? Like, how do you kind of, like, circumvent the family drama when you can feel people starting out with you? Well, that's... I've gotten into fights about food allergies with my family. Oh, I was going to say, I didn't know that was controversial. Well, no, well... They just decided that oh, they're... I can already tell it's, 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 just, it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. Um, well, okay. The good thing is I feel like me and my family are on the same page about a lot of stuff. But um, there have been a few times where we've, like, definitely butt heads. I don't know. I mean, I'm annoying and I'll, like, literally stand my ground and we'll, like, get into it sometimes. But sure. I'm also the type of person where, like, if I think it's going to, like, ruin – not ruin the whole time, but, like, if I think it's going to turn to, like, blow up because I can kind of feel, like, when escalation is happening, I'm someone who, like, I will stand firm in my beliefs but I'll also just be like, you know what, I'm not going to get into it with you, like, but this is what I think, and then just kind of, like, leave it at that. Okay, so, like, in terms of, like, the listeners, your advice would be to, for the most part, just kind of, like – keep it moving if you can That's like not like what get I do. like too because yeah. i mean here's the thing like and this is why i hate facebook so much it's like we can argue about things until the cows come home but the thing is it's really really hard to change someone's opinion once they've made it and that's the thing what are y'all just gonna sit there and fight the whole night so it's i like, can disagree with yeah. whoever's opinion all day long but i'm also like not gonna spend unless their opinion is actively dangerous to like um I don't know, like the LGBTQ community, if it's, you know, they're saying something that's, you know, 
could be potentially dangerous to you know put out there for women or for just marginalized communities and stuff like that that's kind of when I typically would that's that's when I like to speak up um but I would agree with you in like most situations it's just better to keep it to you and like because like who wants to ruin a whole holiday over that's the thing yeah like I wouldn't get in like Like, a screaming match with someone I think that's like crazy but like I definitely am like I am firm in my beliefs like I'm like yeah no this is what I think and then I'm just I kind of keep it moving there's there's people who are gonna be like upset that you're like confident in your beliefs because I've definitely had that before too where I'm like yeah no I think this and then they keep trying to pick at you but like don't entertain it just be like okay (laughs) yeah yeah um but no I'm definitely I mean I'm even friends with a lot of people who I feel like we don't agree on the same beliefs but we just kind of like respect each other and I say this all the time I'm like I'm like that's the beauty of living in America is that you guys can have different beliefs and we're allowed to have that because there's so many places where you're actually not allowed to have different beliefs so I mean that's just the way I think but I, I, I agree with you. I would kind of counter that with, I don't think, the only thing I don't really, I don't even want to say disagree with, because I agree with that statement, but, like, I don't think all Americans feel that way. Yeah, there are you some know, people who like, really want to, like, think, push their thoughts on other people. Is that what yeah, you mean? Yeah, and I just think that there's people out there that are... Perhaps this is the wrong word to use, but it's the first word that comes to my mind. Like maybe like a little bit more like bigoted and you know like stuff like that. And I feel like in those situations, it's just kind of like I don't know. Like, am I gonna change someone's change someone's mind about the situation? Probably not, but I might regret it if I don't say something in the moment. You know. Totally. I mean, just, that's how I am, especially because yeah. I have like younger people in my family too, and I'm like, if I don't say something, they're gonna see someone just being like submissive and like not. Well, yeah. Speaking their mind. And I have a really interesting, like, dichotomy with my family. Like, my dad's side is, like, very, very liberal, and my mom's side is, like, we got some Mormon Christians in there. Oh. <laughs> my family's pretty moderate. <laughs> hey, Cookie, if you're listening, stop. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, no, we've got Bornean Christians. We've got really, 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 really good conservative people. Um, and that's why I don't really hang out with that side of the family too much, but it just gets a lot sometimes. Yeah, that's, think, that's how I get with it, because some people in my family are very conservative, and I feel like I don't fall in that category. I feel like my immediate family is very moderate, so that's why, I think my immediate family, we're all, like, pretty much the same page with things, so that's why I like hanging out with my immediate family, but, like, yeah, I definitely, the very conservative side, I'm like, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think in terms of just, like, advice giving, like, yeah. if you, if one of your family members says something that bothers you, bring it up, you know, Yeah, do I'm, it. I'm just usually like, mm, I don't agree. Yeah, exactly. You don't have to be dramatic about it. Um, And if they really want to keep on antagonizing you about that subject, then you've already won the argument because they're clearly they're bothered. Yeah, exactly. They're bothered. So like, so it's not really worth it all the time at the end of the day. Now there are some situations, like I said, where people should definitely speak up if they hear their family members talking about bad things that could hurt other people. But it's just complicated. Yeah, it's definitely hard, but. Yeah, good luck to everybody. Good luck, y'all. <laughs> good I mean, luck, we got y'all. Christmas five days away now, so it's coming. Um, I'm trying to see. I feel like we've gone over pretty much everything we've we I I have to talk about anyways on, on my little list of things. But um, what you watching? Uh, Yellow Jackets. Okay, same. I really really. Should we love do a it. Yellow Jackets update? Yes. <laughs> um, did you watch the latest? I yesterday's? did. Spoiler alert. Uh, yeah. Okay. If you're not up to date, skip. 
get out of here. Skip this a couple. Yeah. Um, Skip a few minutes. Okay. Wait. Wait. Remind me. What happened? Um. I watched it when we got home. I got home from Lawrence and watched it, so I watched it a little bit ago. I watched it. Um. Oh. Um. Natalie and that guy hooked up. Yes. And then. Uh. Shauna keeps the baby. Shauna keeps the baby. Why do I feel like there was something else that happened like big? I think at the. Oh, Ty's in like the tree. She's the lady in the tree. Ty? Yeah. I need to rewatch it with sober eyes. Ty, the, um, the, oh my gosh, she's like the politician. Oh. Okay. You know how she's like digging in the dirt and eating the dirt or whatever? Yeah. And then at the very end, she's like sitting in the tree. Hmm. You might have been a little tipsy. Might have. Um, but anyway, it like ends. I remember her eating the dirt. Well, it ends, it like flashes back to her being like older and apparently, like, at night, she's, like, still sitting in the tree. So, remember how her son, Sammy, was like, there's a lady in the tree. Oh. It was her. that was So, her. apparently, at night, she's, like, going out in the tree. That's fucking weird. It was, it was honestly terrifying, and I watched it, like, at night after I got home from Lawrence. I fucking <laughs> love her character, though. She's one of my favorites. Yeah, she's really, and she's, like, um, like, a tough bitch. I love it. I love it, too. Um, I'm, or, I was ahead. just gonna say, do you have any theories? I, I don't feel comfortable about making any theories at this point in time. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, like, I have some suspicions, but I just feel like it's one of those shows that, like, intentionally misguides you so to think different things. So I really like, want you to think I'm it's not, misty. Yeah, I've just, the, the undoing kind of ruined that genre for me. Well, true, because then it was exactly what you think Exactly. It is. So I'm, now I'm just like, I'm just going to watch it and see what happens. Yeah, no, I've been doing Yellow Jackets, Dexter. I've um, been watching Dexter, too. I'm getting kind of annoyed with it. How do you feel? Um. I don't know. It's been so... Because I watched Dexter when I was, like, in high school. So it's been so long since I revisited it that I just kind of feel nostalgic about it, and I like it, but... I do, but, like, okay. It's definitely like different. He needs to tell Harrison that he's a serial killer already. Yeah, but I feel like it's, like, a... He's also trying to figure out if Harrison is a serial killer. They're really drawing it out, though. They are. Yeah. Because, like, every time Harrison goes to walk out the door, I'm, like, waiting for him to be, like, wait, like... I killed someone. Can you help? Yeah. Or, like, be like, I know about, like, what does he call it? Like, the Dark Passenger. Yeah. I don't know. Dexter, if you're listening, <laughs> get it together. Yeah, time to speak up. Speak up. Speak your fucking truth. Um, what else so, you got? Well, I was just saying what I've been watching recently. I actually, tonight, started watching something called Selling Tampa. It's like Selling okay. Sunset, but I like it way more than Selling Sunset. It's, like, um, all women of color and, like, it's just better. Like, it's just so much better. It's, like, a women-owned business. Have you seen Selling Sunset? No. Okay, well, like, Selling Sunset, it's, like, these two twin guys that are, like, kind of hot and bald. Both are, like, okay. brokers and, like, own this, like... It just seems kind of skeezy because it's, like, they're brokers of this firm. And if I'm not mistaken, I think, like, they... Like, some of them... Like, one of the brothers might have fooled around with one of the real estate agents that they have. Okay. Something like that, but it's basically, like, these two guys that, like, are attractive, but aren't, like, super hot, and they're, like, twins, and they have, like, these, like, extremely gorgeous, like, female models who are, you know, being real estate agents or pretending to be real estate agents, I don't really know, but I don't know, there's just kind of, like, a skeeziness aspect behind it, because it's, like, these guys in charge and these, like, pretty girls, like, working for them, but, uh... 
what I like about selling Tampa is like it's like all women owned, like it's very like entrepreneurial, like it makes me want to go back to real estate school and get that goddamn license. Yeah, honestly, I want to. I'm like, mm, I'd love to do that. And then um, I'm super pumped for uh, Real Housewives of New Jersey. That's coming out in February, February 1st. So mark your calendars. I might have to use your real TV because, you know, I don't have real TV. Yeah, um, we might even – I'm just – Liv has not agreed to this. We've, we haven't even talked about this before, but I'm just going to put it in, in, in the uh, – I'm going to put it in the universe. <laughs> she okay over there? <laughs> no, not really. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, you might hear some recaps at some point in the future. Oh, what, you want to do, like, an after show? I, you know, you We know can do me. an after show. I can, I can talk about You know about I love Bravo Jersey. Till, and yeah. actually, I'm, like, besties with one of the cast members. So. Yes, we talked about it on our last up. Jackie. Yeah, we're besties now. Best pals. Mm-hmm. I just want to be best friends with Teresa. I actually, I like um, Melissa. Oh, I love Melissa. She's so pretty. And Dolores. Oh, Dolores is great. I love that. I I think both her son and her ex-husband are extremely fuckable. Her son's, like, young. We shouldn't say that. Her son is 21. Is he? Oh, my God. I thought he was, like, 16. No, 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 no. No, no. He's of legal age, everyone. Frank Catania Jr. Go look him up. You were trying to get me to name uh, him Frank Catania Jr. (laughs) It's a great name. You were trying to get me to name um, the dog Frank Catania Jr. Frankie. But, yeah, Dolores' ex-husband would fuck. Honestly, yeah, he's fine. Fuck. She's beautiful too. They're all like, just wait, like beautiful. Let me this really quick, because I really—they're like a beautiful family. Want to be wrong about his age, Frankie. I'm pretty sure he's like young. Shit, what's his last name? I just said it. Catania. Catania. Junior. Junior age. I think he's young. Oh, okay. No, he's 23 years old. Oh. He's born. Wait, he's my age? Well, I mean, I'm 24. 23. I'm 24. Let's forget. I'm old. I'm up. I'm old. No, you're not. 20 fucking 8. Yeah, Frank Catania Jr. is legal. So, Frank, if you're listening, I've got a boyfriend, but... uh... (laughs) (laughs) It's Mr. Landon if you're nasty. (laughs) (laughs) I kid, I kid, I kid. We're going to be blocked. I don't care. (laughs) Fuck you. All right, well, any other topics you want to hit? I feel like we've pretty much gone through the list of everything I I had. Do you have anything you want to add? I don't think so. I feel good. I feel like we've done all the holiday talk. We have. Well, so everyone be sure to follow us on getmessy.podcast at Instagram and our TikTok handle, which is going up within the next hour or so, is uh, getmessypodcast, no spaces, no anything else. So you can follow us both there. Um, you can follow myself on Instagram at uh, hash or at mxlndn and live. What's your plug? Um, at live doomer. That's um, live and then d u m e r. Right now we're gonna be uploading our videos of the podcast on my YouTube. Um, eventually we're gonna be making a get messy YouTube. But so my YouTube is live doomer. So l i v d u m e r to get the full length episode on there. Um, so yeah. Yeah. And we are also just so everyone knows we are working on getting integrated with, um, Apple podcasts as well. Yes. We're currently available on Spotify. Yeah. Spotify for now, but, um, Apple, we're coming for you. Yes. And then if there's any other listening platform that you guys like that we should try and get onto, just send it our way. Absolutely. And, um, please like subscribe, rate, do whatever you can. Um, and let us know if there's anything like on your mind and you want us to just 
shoot the shit about. Um, yes, I'm thinking next week we're going to do a little New Year's episode. I think that's a great idea, and um, I really want to keep this bitch sesh going, so I think, like, at the top of our episodes, just to, like, complain. And if you don't want to hear it, you don't have to fucking listen, but I'm going to complain. Yeah, and if you guys have anything you want to complain about. Yeah, complain with us. Yeah. T- we're just gonna <laughs> we're just gonna give everybody a little uh, yeah what time to complain you yeah know? absolutely what are you hating what's getting on your nerves are you yeah yeah tell us all about it <laughs> tell us all about it do you want to stay air someone else's dirty laundry because I mean I, I'm fine with it oh are my god I love with that it? yeah I feel like we're just like the living um, twist magazine do you remember did you used to read twist no. no I don't know what you're talking about. Oh my god, so Twist Magazine used to be like, um, like when I was younger, like early 2000s, but they would have like all these funny sections where it's like, they would have like the dating section, and then they would have like, um, everyone have like their embarrassing stories, or like, I don't know, anyway, it just feels like what we are. Well, between the two of us, we have enough embarrassing stories to... Last a lifetime? Last a whole lifetime, so please tune in, like I said, rate, like, subscribe, do whatever you can. Do all Um, the things. Do all the things, let us know if you want to be a guest, um... And yeah, other than that, I hope everyone, you know, has a great holiday and, you know, their stresses to a minimum. Everyone just stay safe. Yes, stay safe. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy everything else. We love you. Bye. Bye. (laughs)